before we get into this episode, this is being recorded via the web. So if the sound is a bit boom, boo, chicky, chicky, doom, then we would like to apologize. I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, Afrolip fam. Welcome back to another episode. What is good, brothers and sisters? We are back. We are back with another episode. And today's episode, we do have a guest. Mm-hmm. So we are going to let her introduce herself to you guys. Hi, uh, my name is Jamila Okubo, and I'm mm-hmm. an <laughs> artist um, based in Washington, D.C. Yes, 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 yes. And you gotta rep yeah. it. You gotta rep your cities, you know, rep your oh, right, flag. right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, come through to tell the fam, tell the fam where you're from, where you're right. from, you got your area codes. Give us the area code. Give us the uh, code. I'm a native of Washington, D.C. Hey! is um, of Kenyan, uh, Trinidadian, and Woo! American. We it. love gang, 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 I have, you know, Jamila and I went to college together. Shout out to the new school. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just I'm just really, really, really honored to just, you know, have you here now after Thank you, you know she's gone Hollywood, you know, right. the Hollywood and back. <laughs> the brands that we have on our phones, literally Apple, you know, our Apple phones. So, um, yeah, I'm just excited to, to just, it, you know, it. talk, especially during this time, because COVID yeah. has really, 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 um, I think just for me personally, put emphasis on how important art and being creative and having those outlets are, you know, yeah. like we cannot... As people, mm-hmm. we have to be, we're all creative. I believe that. And so we have to have those spaces. And so I want you to yeah. take us back, Jamila. Take us back, you know. Oh, yeah, let's back. rewind it yeah. back for those who don't know. Um, right. Just, you know, tell us a little bit more about your first interaction with art and like, you know, if you, you know, were just like many of us, you know, had a crayon and paper and would just like, play around right. and then you know like and you were like i love this exactly stuff. what did like you a, really yeah you discover later exactly that was, that was definitely me with the crayons and stuff like, <laughs> i just i've been really really lucky i feel like like uh-huh. i had one of the best art teachers in elementary school shout out to miss Whalen. i'm kidding but um like she was just so good and like it's like you know, when you have a teacher who's really enthusiastic and, like, excited about teaching, like, she was one of those teachers who just, like, made every single project that we were working on so fun and, like, uh-huh. made us excited about art. And I was like, okay, I want to do this for a living. Like, I knew, like, by the time I was in mm-hmm. 
grade that I wanted to be a professional artist. I didn't know how, but I wow. was like, this is the career that I want. Wow. So a friend That's of my crazy. Mom, you knew. You were ready. Wow. I love that. <laughs> I was I like, don't know. I didn't know what I'm trying to do. You I know, like, right? Is, I'm still trying to figure it out. We are <laughs> 20 <laughs> years later. <laughs> I hear struggling, sis. Yeah. I also just feel like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like the Aries in me or being stubborn yeah. and like really ambitious, but, or at least at the, that's what they say about Aries. But it's like, <laughs> right. Um, like, I remember my only favorite subjects were art and PE. So I was like, well, <laughs> art and movement. Gonna either be an artist or do something with like in the fitness, athlete, dance, fitness, right? Something. So I was like, yeah, that's when, I, and then also my mom saw that I was really, I guess, passionate about art. And like mm -hmm. I had to go to therapy as a kid, so she had me doing like mm -hmm. art therapy too. So it's like wow. she always had me like Amazing. in the arts, no matter what. Right. So she saw something in me, and she tried to push that. Shout out to I mom. love that. I love that. Yeah. Like, do you feel like you know, even from an early age, just like stemming from that? Because you know how, especially in our community, we don't look to therapy at all we're just like either yeah. I go to church or right. you know like let's just you know let's just keep yeah. it inside keep right. it in the, right. Like, right. Right. about like, it she'll like, be good. How, she'll, be right. she'll, she'll grow out of it you know right. what I mean right. she'll grow right. out of it like how, how do you feel like that experience can, has kind of shaped because there's so I feel like now the conversations about black mental health are really right. coming to the forefront but yeah, like at an early true. age you had that experience like yeah, how right. do you feel like that kind of shaped just your interactions with therapy with like dealing right. with mental health i feel like my mom she definitely did a lot of the generational work of mm -hmm. like unlearning you know mm -hmm. our generational like um habits that we yeah. have instead of just right 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 you know just stuffing all your feelings aside and not expressing how you really feel not you know addressing certain things that are going on so it's like i think my like if it wasn't for my mom like you know trying to break those curses and mm. doing things completely different because she was tired of like you know dealing I love that. with yeah. like her yeah. parents and the way she was raised like she just was like fuck that like Right. I'm not gonna just go to church and just have my feelings and emotions suppressed and just like leave it to suffering exactly right. or suffering. So yeah, she took it upon herself to go to therapy herself and me and like just it really helped and it made me I guess see things differently. I feel like like always believing that yeah. there's a way out of things or there's a way to work through things. Right. That right. that is the energy. That is such that's powerful. Right? That's really powerful. Yeah. yeah. It's still hard because to I think it, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh it's not easy. Easy. the work is never done. The work is never done. But I just think that having that foundation as a child is super mm. important. And I'm always um speaking to Equa about how I just think that I personally want my kids to experience that and I love that your mom did that for you because I think as black people we're not like <laughs> that's not something that we're proud of saying we've done it's not something we're proud of saying Never. We've done. it yeah. somehow seems as some kind of weakness so I, I'm glad that she exposed you to that at a young age to allow yeah. you to build that foundation and kind of know um 
that it's okay, that it's actually fine. Like it's actually, right. it's actually it's going to um, heal you and it's actually going to make you more productive. And I love that it was art therapy too, because mm-hmm. I think as a child, that's something you can tap into and really, yeah. really like, you know, I'm actually interested now. I'm just like, oh, I'm about to, right? <laughs> I'm about to go for it. <laughs> No, no, seriously, I feel one. like art yeah, and like really music cool. therapy is probably yeah. really good for anyone, no matter what right. age, you know, right. like definitely for children, but even for adults, it's like right. simple things of like, you see how like social media has all these like Instagram, you know, psychologists and right. oh, yeah. pro oh, yeah. positive oh, yeah. life mindset kind of, but it's like the basic things that they're sharing is like part of what their therapy entails is like listen to music that you like that right. will relax your mind or it's almost like right. self therapy mm-hmm. 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 and self healing and we have to you know we have to be able to sometimes do that for ourselves just because of the mm-hmm. you know economic stronghold mm-hmm. that we may be in mm-hmm. and like you know you are of touching course. on so much like wow I love this I think you, <laughs> right? just, you mentioned like just in the short frame of time you mentioned like your you know your mom doing this the brunt work of like breaking right. generational curses and yeah. right. you know just right. understanding like you know that there's a like we have a lineage and we have our ancestors and we have people that mm-hmm. you know may have just been doing things out of survival you know right, what I mean? right. so right. like now you know you and like you're expressing yourself like through your art do you feel like you channel some of that energy into the art right. that you create because oh, mm. yeah like I feel like you have I feel like your journey or your artistic journey is really amazing because I feel like it's also happened in tandem with the internet yeah right. you know, our girl here went viral <laughs> on tumblr right hey, hey, hey. you thought I wasn't gonna Shout talk about out. that <laughs> I'm gonna have to bring that up but Holy right a yeah couple retweets <laughs> <laughs> so, so talk to us a little bit more of just just how that you know journey from knowing this is what you really want to do and then like actually sort of making it happen you know what would what do you find was the first step towards that space I mean of course going to college and everything like that but yeah. even before that yeah like for me it was like in high school so mm-hmm. again like I was literally I was all over the place in DC like I was a part of mm-hmm. almost every like nonprofit like art organization there was in the city like nice. classes and stuff cuz it was mm-hmm. free so it's like for the most part so shout was, out like luckily I had friends you know um who introduced me to like new art programs and my ex partner he also introduced me to like the art scene in DC too. Mm-hmm. Like I was able to like kind of build relationships with mentors and mm-hmm. make friends. And after like probably my sophomore year of high school, I was like, oh shit, like I have to start thinking about college. Yeah. That means I have to put <laughs> together a portfolio and I was like, I want to be an artist. Like I actually want to do this. So then I told my mom and she was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna see if I can hook you up. Uh, with getting like an audition, and we have like an art high school. Wow. Shout out to mom manager. Again. You know? boom, 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 boom. My manager, my manager. Like, when? Like, when? Like, you're amazing. So, she, we knew someone who had worked at the school, which is like, it's an arts high school, Duke Ellington School of the Arts. Mm-hmm. And I was able to get an audition um 
which was like my junior year of high school, which isn't very often. I mean, that that they allow, I guess, new transfers after like sophomore year. Because I pretty much missed two years of like foundation for art. So I was behind when I joined. So I got accepted. And then after that, I had to kind of catch up. I still feel like I didn't really get the full four years experience uh, of like having like a really strong in art, but I guess, I don't know, I had an ambition or drive and my teachers were like, okay, like, yeah. we're gonna work with what you have. So yeah, I mean, wow. so, right. that really helped. I think that's when I really knew that like, I really wanted to take it serious and then college, you know? Yeah. And so they when- really helped me mm-hmm. together my portfolio. So that helped a lot. That's good. And I think that's something that I think from, you know, outsiders kind of looking in, like, I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily understand the importance of having a portfolio and having like that body of work and like knowing that like things change, you know, like I think see that with musicians of just how like, you know, their first mixtape. Right. When you go all the way back. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, wow, this is how they were sounding. And then to like their first proper album. And I think, you know, do you reference sometimes like, you know, do you ever go back and look at yourself as inspiration or where do you find majority of inspiration from? That's a good question. Where do I find like inspiration from? I mean, you know, I don't really, I should more often, but I don't look back at like how far I've come because I've come Mm. a long way think about it you know like yeah, I didn't right, just right. like like I've put in a lot of work since like high school and I've also had to like reteach myself certain things and like mm-hmm. so yeah it's like my journey has been very non-linear <laughs> right right, <laughs> been, like, all yeah. the really no those like, are the best those are the no, best yeah so yeah tell us tell us a little bit more about that so like you say right. that you know, you don't, so, so now I, I want to say you're, you know, done with high school. You're like applying to different colleges. Like yeah. mm-hmm. when did you decide like, okay, I'm just going to start like posting my things online and like, you know, see, was it just for your own personal joy yeah. or was it just for, you know, let me see what like right. is going to happen. Let me see what's going to Blogspot. That yes. was before Tumblr, yeah. right? Yeah. So <laughs> when I transferred to Duke Ellington, like I started, you know, I was like surrounded by artists twenty four seven. Because it was like musicians, dancers, uh, instrumentalists, vocalists, and then there were like the visual artists, you know. Right. And every, it was like it was like High School Musical, but like. And you would hear like the vocal suit, like, ah, you know, there's an energy about being around artists in general. Yeah. That's just yeah. like, oh God, like, it's really good. Energy. I love it. I yes. love it too, entirely. Um, that, like, I definitely just lost track of that. But <laughs> you're I, good. Like, like high school musical, you're walking. Like, right, right. Oh, so like, <laughs> started at Duke it's like I was inspired you know because I wanted Mm -hmm. to keep track of my progress like how I was doing and my friend had hit me to blogspot so I started posting 
what I was working on, like all the like live drawings that we were doing in class and like being introduced to. And then I was like, someone told me about Tumblr. I'm like, oh, what's that? And like, oh, that's the new like blog spot. You got to transfer over. And I was like, okay. So then I made a Tumblr and like, I was still updating my Tumblr with all the work that I was working on. And then when I got to Parsons, I was like really excited because I was like, oh my God, I'm like doing things I never did. Like the projects were taken to the next level, like freshman Mm. year. I was supposed to go, well, I was planning to go for fine arts and specifically painting, but then I changed my major to um, integrated design which was like this whole new program uh-huh. that, uh, mixed with like fashion and like I basically wow. could my major around that yeah. Um, yeah. subject and take a bunch of electives. So I was still trying to figure out if I wanted to be a fashion designer or if I wanted to figure out how to like combine fashion with art somehow. Uh-huh. So that was like my focus all four years. So like freshman year, I was taking a bunch of sewing classes and like I remember one of my projects, we had to make um, a garment out of recycled material. So I made like a dress out of like magazine paper. And like, I was like really excited about that. And I posted it on Tumblr. And, mm-hmm. like, I got a few likes. I was like, oh, cool. Like people like, as I got better, it's like, I was able to document what I was working on and just like really write out my thoughts and like also be inspired by like the black artist community on Tumblr, like all the cool black kids who lived all over the US, all over the world. Yes. And like connecting with them, seeing what they're doing. You know, some of these um, people weren't even in art school, they were just like creating from what they knew and like what they felt. And I was so inspired by that, you know? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was just like constantly wow. being inspired. I yeah, love yeah. that. I like the work and then I'm sure at school as well, being yeah. in school and seeing everyone's work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love that. I really but do love that. was special, you know? It was of like course. Black, yeah. black yeah. art space. It was like the safe space. It was like, Beautiful young mm. black people with like sunflowers in their hair. These are my type of people. Yes. yes. Yeah. I feel like and it honestly, I feel like was like the jump start to certain, you know, creatives career. Like I even right. think like people right. like Joshua Kissy yes. and like Street Etiquette. I didn't know things like that because I was not on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, See, if you were on if you were on Tumblr, you would have known. Tumblr was really the OG. So yeah. I want to know more just about like your process of then entering into, you know, now what I think you call it the Black Love series or the Black Silhouette series, where um, it's just this, uh, I think it's one of your pieces that has really just, I feel like taken over and I feel like is yeah. like associated with you. <laughs> Like when we think about, you know, your art, which um, we can get into if that's like a good or, you know, bad thing on how you view it. But I just want to know, like, when did that, like, you know, you're now deciding if you want to be a fashion designer or like a fine arts, which I believe are kind of one in the same because you've yeah. done right, that. Right, right. It's how too. the life of arts Right, right. So tell us more of just like how that, you know, series that kind of, became what is now a part of your story started and like where did that sprout from so I that was like my junior year of college 
and I was like, you know, it was like getting closer to graduation and like starting to think about your thesis and like, what mm-hmm. is it that you're really doing with your major? Like, what are you doing yeah. with this degree? Like, what's yeah. the purpose? It's like, like why are you even doing it? Right. That's like what, like, one of my, um, like, studio professors was asking. Because, like, we had, like, one or two studio courses that were, like, six hours long. And then we had a bunch mm-hmm. of other But it's, like, what we learned from our electives, we would bring to our studio class and create, like, a big project to yeah. focus on. So... Like, I started to think about, I'm like, okay, like, I've taken all these, like, pattern design classes, pattern making, mm-hmm. scraping, sewing, couture beading. I'm like, what do I want to do with all this? And I was like, damn, I miss painting. I was like, right. I love this, and I want to paint. And I'm like, how can I incorporate all this? I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a break, and I'm just going to paint. And I started mm-hmm. to think more, again, like, revisiting, like, my cultural identity and, like, mm just what it means to be all these things and like uh, or to be from all these places and also it's like my relationship to my I guess heritage is like a little different like I'm not fully connected to my Trinidadian roots I'm not fully connected to my Kenyan Mm -hmm. the way I'd like to be but it's like that was my way of like using art to kind of explore that and find ways to connect to them Um, so I just started like Again, I guess I was I was inspired by Tumblr and just like the mm-hmm. vast imagery of like black people mm-hmm. from different places, and I wanted to like mm-hmm. emulate that in my work and kind of express or yeah. explore storytelling through pattern design. So that's where I kind of like included my, um, I guess, school knowledge from like yes. my courses into my personal mm-hmm. work. So that's kind of like how I started and then on tumblr it's like once i started posting those projects people were like oh that like silhouette and they would like eventually associate my name with like you know that series that i did because i think the we the people of the african diaspora series Mm -hmm. so like people were like really retweeting or sorry reblogging that's twitter there's so many of these things i know right it's a lot it's a lot. But I wanted to ask you, how do you feel about just the idea of like going viral or uh, people viewing your work and it going quote unquote viral on the right. internet? Do you view that as something that's good or do you maybe see that as like you don't care about it? You're like, you know what? I don't do this work to go viral or is it something you aspire to? Mm-hmm. You know, like when I started or when I was sharing the series, yeah. I didn't know what to expect, you know, like. I think after a few years of being on Tumblr, I was like, hmm, I would love for people to see my work and, like, be inspired mm. by it. And then when I started to get reblogged quite often, I started to get anxiety. I was like, mm. oh, my God, this is a lot. It's like, okay, it's a lot. Wow. It's I have to, like, to everyone. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> 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 like, this artist is kind of like, it's a like, bitch. She's like, yeah, she's not right. Really it's right. Like, it's a lot. Wow. She's like, famous oh, now. A lot. Like, she's Hollywood now. Right. She's <laughs> she's <Hollywood> now. <laughs> no, but it was really nice to just. It was. It was kind of like I almost viewed it as like a critique because it's like it's mm-hmm. almost like you know artists mm-hmm. are very vulnerable when they share their work with yes. the world. So it was just like okay, I'm gonna just put this out and see how people 
react and see like what their feedback is. Yeah. If they like it if they don't. So it was nice to just receive feedback because it kind of mm -hmm. helped me, you know, I guess critique my own work and figure out, okay, how can I do things differently? What should right. I try to push? What should I try, you know, things like that. So. Were people yeah. actually giving you like critique? Were they actually? Not, like, I oh. mean, some people like, okay, so <laughs> there was this one time. The internet is wild. I know, it is a wild place. So yeah. I posted my Love You series. So it was like mm -hmm. illustrations of like black couples. I actually have like one of the original here. And I was like inspired by images that I like saw on Tumblr. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know if yes. you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of them. So I have one image where it's like the woman is like holding her husband's face and they're kissing and she has a diamond ring. And somebody messaged me on Tumblr was like, do you know the history of diamond ring oh. in the blood diamond? And I was like, I was taking you there. I was like, yo, I was talking about love. I just I love, love black people in love. Right? I'm like, I'm I sorry. I'm talking about black love. <laughs> but they were like, this is, you know, I would have loved this image if you didn't put a a diamond ring in it. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. It's either you love it or you don't. Yeah, right. Listen, it there is what it people, is because at the end of the day, that's art. You don't put it out so that everybody loves it. Some people yeah. are not going to get it. It's okay. Honestly, it's, it's all right. Like, very like conscious, subconscious about that. Mm. Oh Lord, I got to be careful about the work. That yeah. I'm but then right. I also thought it's like, but the whole thing about quality and representation right. there's someone to represent all of us you know right, so right, me, right my right, story right. is you know this is what i know or right in. but like one time i remember somebody had reposted my black love series and was like yeah this isn't really black love because i don't see any lgbtqi representation and i was like okay i i accept that criticism like mm -hmm. also but it's not the love that i know but also i know i was gonna say it has to do with your experience right. and, what see and what you know is black love right but yeah, then it's like yeah. okay so does this mean that i need to label it like black cis hetero love <laughs> is that what i need to do Listen, I it's a think, lot. It's, it's a lot. That's a lot. Also, it's like I, I took that and I was like, okay, like, although I'm, I'm not familiar with right, right, um, LGBTQ experiences, right. so it's like right. I wouldn't want to just seem also fake about it and be like, oh, that's here you go, here's that's a lesbian. You know, like, that's the thing. You never so want to like, create something that you're, yeah, you're not really authentic, like, right? And then it comes off. It does come off inauthentic at the end. of yeah, completely. Like, like, Unless it's something that I'm exploring, that I'm like, okay. At the end of the day, so. Yeah. And I think that too, even people would probably come at you like, let's say you did say, you know, yeah, I am gonna make something that is like, you know, LGBTQI representation. Then someone would come at you and say, oh, but how right. come you're doing that and you're not even queer? Right. You know? so queer, yeah. they, they'll, they'll be like, you're not even part of community. So why did you do that? So that's why I'm like the criticism yeah. never ends. The the people who won't like your work, I don't think that ever gonna like it because there's always going to be even if it's one, there's always gonna that be one someone or that who, one group. Who, who who just won't vibe with it, and that's fine. Yeah. That's honestly that means it's not. I mean, they're not your audience. It's not who you're. It's not for them. For and you know yeah. completely, yeah. completely. You know, that's crazy. That's a crazy experience because I honestly think that. Um, 
in this day and age, we do have to be like socially aware of things like yeah. that. But at the same time, I don't think there's a level of like awareness that's like deemed. I mean, there's no level of awareness that can make you like perfect in everyone's exactly. eyes. There's always going to be criticism. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you about how um, you feel that the criticism kind of like shaped your art and has your from you said you're from a background of like Trinidad, Africa. You said would you say that um you've received kind of crit even constructive just criticism from your community in that way? Um your family, be it your family or um, yeah. people who are close to you who are let's say Kenyan or Trinidadian, what do they think about you being an artist? What do they think about this journey? Well, it's like it's so I feel like I have two responses to that. Mm-hmm. So from the response of like me being an artist, mm-hmm. I, I I was just like <laughs> blessed <laughs> to be born into a very like entrepreneurial spirited family. Yeah. Um, my, so my dad is half Kenyan, half Trinidadian, and oh, he is a entrepreneur. Like he has his own business. He always had. Love it. He always like. When he was younger, he was a DJ, and then he, like, started okay. cleaning houses. Energy. And then he started Energy. his own, like, cleaning business. And, like, wow, he's been featured in, like, Forbes Africa. And I was like, oh, excuse me. Oh, oh, okay, okay, Dad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. Energy. Energy. So I'm like, wow, I, I feel that. like when, you know, he saw, because I didn't grow up, like, being raised by him. So when he saw, like, that I was an artist and I'm, like, doing really well for myself, he's like, very proud of you like this is really Aww. dope i'm like yeah and then my mom i mean she's american and right. she's always just been like like with it supportive she was you know art therapy she also said she had a background in television production she went to howard oh, um, nice. yeah so love it that and then she was like studying photography for a while too so mm-hmm. yeah very much wow. it is so yeah. you get support majority yeah of pretty much <laughs> even like so, the older relatives for my dad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and you know i think that's really interesting too because i think it speaks to like the importance of legacy you know what yeah. i mean like, even like you said just how even from your you know your mother breaking those generational curses and even your father like being accepted uh, or being accepting of what you are doing and your work so when you know right. when did you make the decision to make that homecoming trip you know um, and go back to kenya and visit him was it just kind of uh you know that it's time sort of thing or was it always like going to happen at some point and you just Mm -hmm. kept pushing it off like talk to because I think I think that's an experience that I want more especially African Americans to have and I think the the beauty of the year of the return is that it did have that Mm -hmm. but then you know there were also you know a lot of criticisms online of how oh, I didn't know, like, you know, Africa's like this, or, like, you know, why are we being asked for money to, like, pay? <laughs> like, oh, it's twisted. It's twisted, you know what I mean? It's, it's, not, it's not, like, anything you can expect, you know? Right. So it's, and I think that's, like, it's hard sometimes, I feel like, to for people, outsiders coming into Africa to understand because it's, like, other Black people trying to, like, you know, I don't want to say jip them, but just, yeah. like, you know, 
you as Americans. Let's just make these dollars, you know? So, right, they're excited, right, right. Yeah. So I just want to know from your experience, especially because you did this way before, you know, year of the return. Also, East Africa doesn't really have that. Like, like, I know it happens beautiful because I know, but right. like, you really have that allure. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people don't really no. associate, they think of either like Ethiopia or like, you Ethiopia. know, yeah, Ethiopia. <laughs> right, you know? So, yeah, just tell tell me more about that experience for you. And it what was, that was like. So, it's funny because when I graduated, I was like, I want to go to Kenya. I want to go to Kenya. But I'm like, I ain't got no job yeah. or money. So, I was like, well, I guess I got to figure out how I'm going to like get over there. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, grab yeah, money where you at. You know, is there right, any grant? I was like, hello. No, but, then I was like, you know, I kind of was putting it off for a while because I'm like, I got to get my like finances straight and like figure out what right. I want to do. Because it costs a lot of money. It, it sure does. Like, right. I was like, wow. Okay. So <laughs> then, you know, I had uh, recently collaborated with Christian Dior. And I was, okay. I was like, this okay. is my chance. <laughs> This is this my casual. Said, no, just, you know, casual. I know, right? I was gonna bring that in. I didn't know that part happened. I thought it happened. Yes, that was that was amazing. That was amazing. The handbag. Love that. So then I was like, yeah, I I gotta go now because who knows when I'll like get another big like potential opportunity like this. And so I was like, okay, I need to go home. And I planned the trip with my dad and like, cause he lives in Nairobi nice. oh, uh, with my other siblings. And oh, um, nice. so like I planned, I went for like three weeks. I wanted to go for a month, but I was like, okay, this is my first time. I need to relax. <laughs> there will be another relax. time. <laughs> You're like, relax. <laughs> you know, I know. I was like, I'm trying to go for like two months. I want to like immerse right. myself and like really yeah. spend time right. there. But I went for three months and like when I got there, like my dad just like did a lot for me. Because uh, it was like, it was so beautiful. So many years and like, you know, I hadn't met my other siblings or my older relatives before. So that was really nice. And so, like, he had, like, drummers um, greet me at the airport. Okay, guys. Like, like, we said we going all the way. All the way. I got to check this out on your Instagram. Like, she has the whole story. Like, oh, even singing yeah. live. Oh, highlights. That yeah. is a welcome. Yes. That is a welcome. They did the whole, like, welcome the song. Whole, like, like, it was a whole, like, they put the lesso on her. They put, like, the cat on her. Yeah, it was actually so nice. Like, it, I actually, like, I got emotional because I was like, wow, like, this is really how it's supposed to be, you right, know? Right, right. It was, it was beautiful That's for you. Welcome, I was jealous. So I was like, dang, like, why am I not there with her? <laughs> I, just had I know. I wish I had, like, planned. Like, I really was trying, beforehand, I was trying to plan so I could, like, meet up with, like, maybe you or anyone yeah. else that I knew, like, we would be there. I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I wanted to be like everyone else, like, you know, meeting know. up, like, doing cool things. And, like, True. it's funny because I I ended up doing the most, tour some touristy things. Like, I bought, like, a um, Airbnb experience with these um, young locals and... 
they're really dope and it's funny because like we still follow each other on instagram oh, they like showed me around and took me to all the like cool hip spots you yeah know, like, can i just say kenyan's a nice kenyan's yes. so nice <laughs> i always i literally like the kenyans i meet are always so nice in kenya i don't know about y'all <laughs> Yeah, the energy in Nairobi at least um is good. Yes. It's yeah. really good energy. Yeah. yeah. And I get mixed I get mixed up because I remember you correcting me before. So I I went to I don't remember what town I was in or city maybe. I feel like you were in Kisumu. Yeah, I was in Kisumu. Yeah. Um you were like, I know that one. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> I know you went to, um, I know you went to the village, which I was really, yeah. really happy to oh, see. No. That was really exciting. You know, and I feel like that's an experience that I feel like I want African-Americans to get. And I was, I was having this right, conversation right. with um, another friend and, you know, they were saying that, you know, that experience is actually similar to a lot of the experiences of African-Americans in the South. And I yeah. feel like that's why, like, even Africans gravitate more so to the it's South fun. because it's just, like, a very mm. – like, you have the farm, you have places where, like, you know, you have to, you know, like, make your own, like, breakfast and make your own, like, life. Like, go get the chicken. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the real life. Or, like, go and fish and, like, get that and grill right. that. It's like very like and eat that that same night too. And so that experience, but then also realizing like you know that is definitely a that's our culture. That's like black culture, like across like you know diaspora across land. Like that, all kind of relate to that experience is really (laughs) important. I feel like sometimes we try to separate each other from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, like white people is making it trendy and it's called farm to table. Right. Restaurants be like, oh, we're giving you the farm to table experience. Oh. We have a micro ponic garden on our roof. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, like, We've been doing bro. that, but all right. Like, like that, you know? And so it's just like to put value on our, you know, our work and our, in our culture and in ourselves, you know? So I wouldn't even know, like, after, you know, that whole experience and being welcome, like, how did that kind of shape your, you know, perspective coming back Mm. to America? You know, did you, were you like, you know, like, I'm ready, like, I'm going to be paid my worth, I'm going to make sure that I go, like, you know, these white people can't tell me nothing, you know, like, come back with that and for a second, probably yeah, and then I got just back into the flow of like <laughs> working. Yeah, I know. Into real life, Art. back into real life. Remember, it's America. Yeah, we're back. It feels like with clients, it's like, it's like I've been trying to understand how the system works, but it's like mm. it's always like larger clients. They always reach out to me at the last minute. Mm. like hey we love your work we need this we need it next week this is the money and <laughs> you know you need that right wow. <laughs> like, 
That is dirty. First wow. of all, let value. They need to start valuing your work, honestly. Yeah. Because I think just honestly, black work in general. Like I feel like across the yeah. board, this is the experience. That's literally the stories I hear. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's just like how have you found any solace in like you know, now because you've been in the industry for quite some time, like, do you feel like you still have like you you have leverage now, and like you can kind of push right, back, right, or like, do you still yeah, feel like the same energy? energy? Yeah, is that the same energy? Honestly, I've learned. I had to learn the hard way, and by also just opening my mouth and asking other creative mm-hmm. questions, like we you know, right. some of us are very closed off, or. And we assume that we're closed off and we're afraid to ask others for advice. Right, but it's like right. I had it took me like what, like, I don't know, four or five years to ask my illustrator friend, like, how do you regulate or like control, like you said, like how and when you can give them the work. But right. basically I learned that like you have to tell them from the beginning, like, hey, like, I see that this is your deadline, but this is a timeline that I can work with. Right, so I've got other work fit in my schedule. It's honestly, and, not only you. Yeah, exactly. So it's like right. you have to put your foot forward. Like, yeah, yeah. If you don't, they're gonna take advantage. They're gonna be like, "Oh, she's pretty soft. much." Oh, yeah, she's yeah. New. Pretty much anyone, <laughs> anyone would. And it's like, um, you teach people how to treat you, right? So at the end of the day, yes. if you show people that you are uh, available and like they can come to you whenever they feel like, and you'll jump and you'll like, make sure everything amazing. is done, they're like, "Oh." Okay, yeah, and yeah. Those <laughs> like, you those many, little, multiple so times. You're so great, but as soon as you put your foot down, I feel like people start to see you differently, and yeah. I feel like you 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 demand the respect and the value, and to be and heard and to be seen as somebody of value. Yeah. For real, I learned that from even like working with other artists. Like I was mm. able to see it like right in front of me. So like when I did. Um, Earlier this year, uh, mm-hmm. I did like merch for Spotify, mm-hmm. and I was working. Uh, the other artist who was uh, who was a part of it was Joe Fresh Goods, and he's super dope. Yeah, he's about his business. I was like, over here taking notes. Mm-hmm. He's male, but I can also say this too. You know? Right, like, like he wasn't having it. Whatever, like little bullshit or like them being late or things like starting late or. Yeah, little like just inconsistencies. He was like, "Oh, I'm out. I'm not having this." I was like, "Me too." (laughs) (laughs) Right, and it's it's very interesting how I don't know why or if we're raised um, in a sense to to see things this way, but it's interesting how males are so different. Not all males, of course, but like I feel like males have this. understanding of their words really earlier yes. on in their lives they really understand they like actually, they don't have that attachment the right table. they don't they're like literally i am the prize like yeah. i am bringing this value to the mm-hmm. table and so i'm a, i'm okay with leaving time, right. right i'm okay with leaving because over time i feel like i had to learn that and then yes. when i snapped out of it i was like wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> these guys have been doing this since day one. So I don't know what it is about society or how we're raised or what it is that kind of um, allows men to realize and notice their worth really earlier on. Well, well, while as for us, it's kind of like, right, right. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think for us, we're kind of just like in a space where we have to learn slowly and be like, oh, actually I'm valuable. Wait, after all those bad experiences, now I know. But yeah. I wish, I wish that wasn't the case. And I wish it was, I mean, I think, 
going forward, it can be a situation where young girls are very much aware of what they bring to the table yeah. from a very young age. Because yeah. listen, guys, I know. this thing is mental. It's honestly it all is in very the mind. It's, it's it all is. in the mind. It's funny because, like, you know, I have my sister. She's, like, my number one, like, she's, like, my assistant, pretty much. And yeah. she's, like, 18. She's She just started uh, at FIT, but... Like, nice. she's helped me with so many projects. And it's funny because she's always, like, you know, on my side or in my ear, like, ask them for more money. No, tell them that you're not going to do this. And I'm just like, no. She's on, in my shoes. And I'm just like, okay, go on. Go on. You can take me there. No, you it's easier to tell someone. Definitely easier said than done. Exactly. Right. And I was like, speak up. I don't know if I can do that. Yeah. It's a situation where it's like, yeah, it's ingrained. And it's also a situation where it's like, will I eat or will I? Like, listen, because there's <laughs> a part of that situation that says, like, there's a part of that that says that they can literally pull back the deal, whatever it is, and you kind of have to be okay with letting it go. And are you okay with letting it go? Is the no. I feel you like you what? have to be. You have, you to, have be to be. Okay. Honestly, I feel like it'll work in your favor because I had a situation. Yeah, it does. I had this one situation with a client or a potential client who wanted to do a collaboration on a collection, this designer. They wanted me to like do some paintings and illustrations for their co collection. And then they were like, I can pay you an exposure. Oh. And I was like, and so I was like, mm, oh. I really want to work with this designer because this designer is black. And mm. I want to support, that's what I want to work with. I want to work with black designers and black creatives. Like, right, it's always right, been right. my dream as an artist. And so then I was like, okay, how can I squeeze this? I was like, let me get a trip to your country and to your runway show. And exposure, I guess. Like I was trying to get something <laughs> out of it, you know. Like my budget is really tight. Um, I could but... let you come for like one day and then you gotta go back. I'm like, one um, day. So then I really had to like talk myself through it and like ask my friends for advice and I was like, Okay, you know what? I'ma just say no. I'm gonna have to just pass up this opportunity. Yeah. A week yeah. later, I got contacted from mm -hmm. this Australian brand who I did a collaboration with. Oh, the jacket, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it was like the dresses and the prints of like clothing. Nice. Um, so yeah. I did a collaboration with um, Lisa Gorman. That's the owner of the brand. And they're very pattern heavy, print friendly, colorful mm. clothing. So it was like nice. perfect and super fun and like put my illustrations on the garments. I got to visit Australia for an entire week. I got paid girl, girl, and so look I at was that. like, imagine in that other opportunity, mm -mm. and I would have been so upset. You like, right, right, and um, I, it's true. You let stuff go, and better opportunities show themselves. Yeah. So at the end of the day, yeah. like, always know your value. I yeah. think it's it's important. It's really important. You you have, even if it means letting go of, of small small opportunities. Yeah. yeah, for a few times until the right ones come along. Right. I mean, yeah, 
people have to kind of gauge right. because like when you start of course you want to say yes to everything because you have to build experience and that's what right. i did yeah. when i started i was like yes yes mm-hmm. i'll take this project i'll take that project you know <laughs> i'm here i'm here i'm on. Uh, okay. i need to slow down i'm burning yeah. out like i need to be more intentional right, right. you know so yeah yeah and i think i think you've done a really great job of that like i think that your your sister your family and like all of these you know have all of these experiences have kind of come together to really shape you know you and your work this is true and i i want to know so like what do you think is next for you i mean i know that now in the age of COVID, I feel like, you know, the internet has become our new museum and yeah. like that space. Like, how are you feeling about like, you know, using online tools and like having virtual shows and like, what do you see as like the future of that that art experience? I just realized we didn't even speak about COVID. We didn't even oh, speak yeah. COVID once. I know, right? <laughs> we're like, we're, just, we're, we're in the future. Like, we're in the future. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, and it's very much no COVID. Wear a mask. Don't be crazy. It's right. kind of like going back to Tumblr days in a way. Yeah. Getting in that mindset. Um, I feel like for me, I'm now spending a lot more time in the studio. I mean, I spend all my time here, really, but like now that I'm really, I feel like I'm really just like inside because there's really nowhere to go. Yeah. Like, right. how can I make, what do I want to make? Um, accessible or available for like my supporters to see like what I'm working on since a lot of people are at home and like want to have that kind of experience where they're connected with artists and arts and what's Mm. going on in the creative world because they can't go to the dance. So like for one I did do a um, studio like visit a virtual studio visit talk with um, this Instagram account called Repaint History they're really awesome. Like, um, yeah. they highlight a lot of women artists and like. We can link that yeah. in the description, so yeah. definitely people can check that out. Is yeah. it still live? Um, yeah, I think so. Okay. There is a link to it. Oh, so nice. Ask for it, and then, I, mm-hmm. I, yeah. But it was just really cool to do that and like have people kind of like in my world through the mm-hmm. screen. Yeah. You know, this is kind yeah. of like normal. Um, and then right. just continuing sharing on Instagram, you know, kind of like trying to figure out what is it that people want to see, like that I'm doing or working on, I guess. Right, and that right. And that journey, you know, I feel like this is also a lot of people are learning on their own too, like YouTube yeah. is the university, yep. you know, and so I feel like also too, like there's this. And I think for me, because I was blessed to live in New York, like I always was exposed to like cultural institutions, like going to the museum and like seeing that as like a fun thing to do. But I don't know if that's like like the general, you know, understanding about these spaces. And like, even in this time of Black Lives Matter, like there hasn't been like a lot of conversation behind like, you know, putting... I know that definitely putting black artists to the forefront, but I just wonder if that's like truly being supported, you know? So I'd love to know from right. your perspective, you know, just cause you, you exist as a black artist, you are a black person, a black yeah. woman, and you embody so many of these cultures and um, traditions, mm-hmm. like what it means to you to be supported as a black artist. Right. Like I know that it's more than just like, 
you know, the likes and like you can have your community support you, but like yeah. what are you looking for these institutions to do? You know, like if you could mm-hmm. make these demands or have these like, you know, like we have to ask for yeah. it. For and I then they like need to deliver. Visibility in those like higher up spaces, I feel like. Um, Definitely. And just like access to the same resources that these like white male and like mm. just white artists in general have access to um yeah. also it's like yeah like there are there's so much space for like all these white artists but it's like because black artists are put together in a clump and mm. seems to be a certain um uh what's the word like not drive but like demand for a certain mm-hmm. type of black mm-hmm. Let's talk like, about that. Yeah. That aesthetic, you know, there's like an aesthetic that yeah. they try to stick on everybody. Even yeah. if you're not really that type of artist at all. Like yeah. the fact that you artist, like, right. like just abstract, mean, you know? You know? Oh that's right. why I really like um oh god, I don't want to butcher her name. Um, <laughs> please forgive me. <laughs> I think it's Shabala self. I'm not sure who she is. Hmm. Her work is amazing. Um, We'll definitely link her in. T-S-C-H-A-B-A-L-A. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I definitely butchered that. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I know. Where is she from? Where is she from? Um, I'm not sure. That's a good question. Interesting name. Yeah. Her work is, like, out of this world, honestly, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Same with um, Teresa Cromati. Like, I really like her work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, like, figurative, but it's also abstract in a way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she's creating space for artists who, like, make Black artists who make work like that. Like, it doesn't always have to be portraiture, Black portraiture. Mm -hmm. Or photography, you know what I mean? This is fact, right. You know, like, I feel like those are the spaces that, like, they tend to push Black artists into. Mm -hmm. But we don't ever see a lot of, like, artists who create like installations or like yeah kinds of work that you might see at the Guggenheim or MoMA or you know what I mean like yeah uh, yeah although Hank Willis Thomas has been making some firework um, as far as like sculptures and whatnot and I've been learning about a lot of up and coming and emerging black artists which is really cool so I hope that they get space in these kind of like institutions too and opportunities to have shows I don't know like I'm still learning about the art world and I feel like I'm kind of transitioning um, in between like, like, you know, I've been doing illustration a lot, but more so mm-hmm. in the fine arts world. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm like slowly learning about this world. Do you feel like there's a level of like, cause you know how, and I relate it to music so much because it's like, you know, you see things like the Grammys and you see people like Gold Link who are like, I never need to win a Grammy. You know what I mean? Or like Nas who like just gets, I don't even think he's been nominated mm-hmm. for a Grammy. Yeah, so no. like, wow. When you have like, the, I know, right? So it's like when you have like kind of the streets approval, which right. I think a lot of like, that's where black culture, black things get our like visibility and credibility mm-hmm. from. Yeah. Do you even yeah. feel like you need those institutions at all? I wouldn't, I mean, like, in a sense, yes and no. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I think about, like, the future 
access to my work, you know, mm, generations behind. Right, right, you know, right. Being able to see my work, like, I would love for them to see my work in a museum. And right. I'm like, I don't know, in my 80s. <laughs> long life we we hope for long life yes just like for them to see what we were experiencing documenting archiving during this time so it's like yes i would love i think it's important for my work to be sold and to be in collections of you know you know very amazing or great collectors of art um, but also mm-hmm. some of the institutions, it'd be nice to like be a part of their collections too and be displayed in these spaces right. that are public, accessible, and mm-hmm. free, you know? So mm-hmm. I think about mm-hmm. that a lot. Because we, yeah. we also we don't know the future of That's how a good point. will be shown, but. Mm-hmm. It's true because it's, it's forever changing. We never know how exactly. you know it's gonna end up being. If our kids are even gonna have music, I don't know. I don't even know. What's I mean, I think I think they will, and that's why I kind of get upset with sometimes our. And I think now it's happening with like our African, you know, governments not putting priority to these things. You know what I mean? Like yeah. spaces. You know these spaces, yeah. like you know, Kenya yeah. has that museum, but uh, museum is a lot of a lot of this. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's here. Nobody, and like you said, I feel like you made an important point. You were like, you grew up in New York and like going to the museum, you know, that's like, you know, everyday thing, normal yeah. thing. Nobody's going to the museum in yeah. Africa. Nobody, because also, I don't think they're doing the work as well to like yeah. make these museums one accessible. Nah. If you're going to a museum here, I feel like you, you're, you're paying. You're paying. Which I think is interesting. I but I also be- think. Sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, no, I, was saying, I, was, I was looking for those kind of spaces when I did visit and I only knew of a few like art spaces. Right. Yeah, like Yes. Yeah. And then there's also this new, I don't know how long they've been in Kenya, um, but I had got accepted um, to this residency. But it's in Lamu. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, the, I think it's called the Tilliard Projects. Something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't yeah. know much about nice. what they're doing out there, you know, mm-hmm. aside from the residency. Right. Like, how involved are they in the art scene in Kenya, you know, like, mm-hmm. things. You know, and the I. The one place that I will say I have seen a lot of, like, um, museums or artwork being displayed in galleries in South Africa. Africa, South Africa. I feel like they're very intentional about their art. And yes. Like, I guess it's something that maybe, I don't know, the government also takes kind of more seriously. Mm-hmm. And people, like, there's spaces where you can go and there's, like, a bunch of art galleries. There's a bunch of different resources. And I think that we need that more in Africa in general. Definitely. Like, throughout the continent. And I was going to say, I think it's also, it becomes, like, a classist thing in the mm-hmm. continent, you know, mm-hmm. like that certain classes. Everything is classes. Right. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> everything is about classes. Every, yeah. like, you know what I mean? So it's like, if you're... Yeah, it's I mean, something that only people of a certain class would like, mm, do because like, right. don't do that. We just, you know, hang out right. and everything. Going to the museum, they'll be like, what? What, what is this? I have there. It's not my level. <laughs> it's not my level. And it's sad. 
sad. It's not, it's not, it it's is not sad. Good. It is sad. And so mm-hmm. I guess what would your advice, like just, you know, some advice that you would give to the up and coming artist right. who, you know, is maybe, you know, based in Kenya or based anywhere in the world, really. Anywhere, right. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, thinking about just how they want to kind of move and express themselves. Like I, they may right. have, they may or may not know the medium that they want to go forward with yet, but they know that they right. definitely want to do this. Like what advice yeah. would you even give to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I do think that a big part of it, sorry, a big part yeah. of the artistry here is like, also you could say there is a lack of resources, not a lack of resources in what like you can do because some people just wake up and I don't know if you guys have seen those viral paintings of people who just use like I don't know they're yeah, whatever they have that, and they make it yeah work. but mm-hmm. I mean resources in the sense that not every school not every institution is going to be offering arts out here like not in in Africa not every institution allows that so I think like also advice to that to people who are in that environment yeah. because it is hard yeah I mean personally I, that's so that's tough. Yeah. I, I'm like trying to put myself in those shoes. It's like, right. Honestly, like if you're, I feel like if you're really passionate about it and it's funny cause like I've seen so many different, I was on Twitter the other day and someone mm-hmm. posted this kid, this young kid. I don't know where he was based, um, what African country he was from, right. but he literally <laughs> was making like aeroplanes out of recycled so material so cool. to the point yeah. that it was actually moving and yeah. like it so could fly dope. so it's like i know it's really tough but yeah use use what you have even yeah. because it can honestly, be done. that's what makes the best artist i think personally right. is like if you have if all you have are pins keep practicing mm-hmm. drawing with that pen, you know, like right. it's in building your skill sets and your techniques with that one tool. That's true. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, at least for now. And, mm-hmm. but like for artists who like may have a little more resources or space, like you really right. do have to get creative with the space that you have. Like that's really how you do it. Like you could start by having, like if you have a friend who has a nice house or at least a spacious house, that you can mm-hmm. use to like hang up art on the walls for like a day mm-hmm. or a night to have like a one night art show, like a pop up mm-hmm. art show. That's a really yeah. cool thing to do. Right. I know it's hard to like find like empty space that you could rent and things like right. that. Right. So you use the people around you. Yeah. To like create those kind of experiences. I feel like mm-hmm. that put a lot of the people, like when I was in high school, like a lot of the young creatives or aspiring artists mm-hmm. like myself that's what they were doing in like our hometown because we didn't really have a lot of institutions or spaces that would just allow like i don't know 16 17 year old artists to put up their drawings or do right <laughs> so it's like yeah. Yeah. a lot of people yeah. did like house things like i remember once i went to a um this was like super like punk or whatever but these um, people who were like in bands, these women, they were like in bands Mm -hmm. and they had little concerts at a friend's house. Mm -hmm. So it was like in their living room and they were, they had their band 
set up and had like mini concerts and like had like yeah. a two to three dollar door fee, you know? Oh wow. And had, Definition and of using what you have. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Like yeah. you just have to get creative with what you have, what you can do, even mm-hmm. if it's like a side street market, I don't know, or right. things like that. You just have to think out of the box because eventually and probably like five, ten years that's gonna be popular and it's gonna be the new right. thing. And you're gonna be like, I used to do that with my friend. I- yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a fact. That's a fact. That's how it always happens, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. consistency and staying consistent to that is key. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not just doing the side market like once, you know, and then like for yeah. six months you don't do it. And everyone again. forgets about your work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like showing yeah. up, you know, every time you can. Yeah. And wow, wow, wow. Oh my goodness. Like, this, these are gems. These are right. Gems. Just reach out to like don't be afraid to reach out to spaces or institutions and ask them if you mm. can work something out to use their space, you know. Whether right. you charge a cover fee and you give them a percentage of it, you know. That's really good advice. Yeah. Wow. Yes. So what's next? So what's next? Is there any surprises? What are we expecting? <laughs> no surprises. I mean, I am working, like I said, I'm working on a new body of work. And I yes. have another solo exhibition sometime. I'm thinking early next year. Yeah, 2020. Nice. Okay. So nice. I'm, it's going to be in a physical gallery, but we'll probably do like a virtual gallery too. So that's great. So far that and I recently made some artwork for this group exhibition, um, which is like to me is a huge deal because like I haven't really been in any group shows in like mm-hmm. so long. And yeah. like, there are a few artists in the show that I'm like, oh god like is my work going to be next to like are we going like, to be right next to them right? yeah so it's like wow, really cool to that. Like, yeah so yeah that's that's what i have wow you know i'm really wow. excited just that people are really like grateful that people have continued to just follow me or support me on my journey because I've been all over the place. I've done like illustration, right. collaboration, right. painting, and design. Right. Like, so now I'm in this like new chapter of like my artistic journey, and like I'm seeing where it goes, just like everyone else is. I feel like that's the beauty of our generation. Like you're allowed to be multi-dimensional. Like even in that right, the one, like right. even if it's in one space, like even from the musicians right. that we've spoken to, Lanti and I, like us as yeah. content creators, like right. we're so many things. We are so many things, and like you're allowed. You're allowed to be all yeah. those things. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like a lot of the world tries to tell you like, oh no, like I thought you were doing okay. this. Or like, yeah. right. Or like, weren't you okay? Like, no, I like when you like, do right, this. Like, like, no, we're not doing it anymore. Right, like, right. You're not making clothes. Like, you're not making the clothes anymore. Like, we're moving on. Right. Or moving. Move with me or stay behind. Right. And, yeah. Move with me. Move with me. Walk right. with me. Right. Yes. We we're evolving human beings. Or in the words of the so day. Tap, tap, tap in. Right. Right. For real. I am excited for you because I know there's Me so too, much yeah. more 
We're going to ask for this time. We're all going to keep right. it going. Yes. Be down below. Definitely follow. Yeah. We're going to just be here with you, sis. Right. <laughs> well, thank yeah, you for the journey. I'm excited. I hope, I mm, hope any excited. aspiring artists can like reach out, send, slide into your DM. Yeah. You know, always, right. I'm open. I'm always like pretty responsive, unless like my mm-hmm. DMs are like crazy and I miss a message. My bad. But usually, <laughs> I'm very responsive to like yes. people asking for advice yeah. and like resources and like I try to like connect people. Right. Do what I can at least. Yes. Yeah. There's always space yeah. for other artists. Like, yeah. There's there's, there's a lot of work out here that needs to be always. done. There is. is. And like numbers matter. That's one thing I always believe. Like when you're alone, no one cares. But if there's like 30 or 50, you know, of course, now everyone has to pay attention. Yeah. Right. Right. It's true. Numbers don't lie. Yeah. And I just hope that this same energy that 2020 has come with um, of putting just black artists on and just like you know Beyonce yeah. putting us on and everybody right. putting us on. Let's keep this same keep energy. Let's, it's Let's not keep it. it. Black lives not forever. Not for sure. That is yeah. I mean that's a whole other conversation because I do think sometimes it is a bit cloudy you know. Yeah. Right. right, right. Cloud, that's like attached to these like black, you know, the black squares. squares. Yeah. Right. right. So but we'll, I think the beauty about the energy is that that, like you can't once it's like put out there and once the force is like you know we're all here and we right. all know that this there's money there's visibility there's definitely space for all of us it's just about mm-hmm. maintaining it and like using it to our advantage and having mm. these conversations i think it's so important and like refreshing to have these conversations yeah. with like-minded creatives and individuals like it's necessary like, you know, yeah. just, just talking about it makes me feel good because I feel right? like work that's being done and we're trying to, like, progress, you know, so. True, true. Right. 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 Just right. it is big. It's a big part of it. It's true. And we are, I think, even just by, you know, because we are Black people and have Black bodies, like, yeah. I think even our well-being and making sure, like, we're keeping that is already radical, you know? Like, yeah, you don't have right. to be on the front lines. You don't have to be, like, making these huge, like, wall murals of, like, Black Lives Matter right. in order to showcase, like, your support or showcase that you're doing something for the movement. Or you can, and if that's what you're right. doing in your, yeah, in your area, Both it's exist. your thing. That's your right. we, we can all, yeah, we can all. We all have a part in this. Right. Might be different parts. Yes, we all have a part. We all make the machine keep moving. Right. Keep moving. Right. 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 Yeah, this has been good. This has been really good. Thank you so much for joining. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I know it's been a long time. It's been a long time. I've been your host, and I've been your host, Lantia. And it's been real. It's been real. Thank you so much, Jamila. And yeah, this is a refreshing conversation. Right? I need to have that today. I, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you need to come back, sis. Right. Yes. No, you're going to come back. We have to come right. back to the studio. You know, we got to make right. this a whole thing. An in person thing when we can, yeah. of course. No, know, right? We can do that. Yeah. We can. We can. Together, you know. right. right when they get it together, 
right. Whatever that is. But yeah. All right. Until next time, Afro Lit Fam. Bye. Bye.